Sing to God all their praise, all the earth. Praise the glory of his name. Say to God how wondrous your works, how glorious your name. Lift up your hearts to the Lord. Praise God's gracious mercy. Let the earth worship sing in your praise. Praise the glory of your name. Come and see the deeds of the Lord. Bless God's holy name. Lift up your hearts to the Lord. Praise God's gracious mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Good evening, everyone. Once again, as we're gathering and beginning, we're inviting everybody to attempt or try, if you're comfortable, to use some basic sign language responses. This is based on a goal we have um, in the parish community to uh, have a different or diverse and engaging experiences of worship. And so um, we're encouraging everyone to try. And it's real easy because this weekend's response is the same as last weekend's response, right? So we're repeating these two weeks in a row. And so sign language response for amen. Hands are together in front of you, the normal prayer stance, right? That's the ending, that's the beginning and the ending position. And they just make a small circle around for amen, right? Amen. And again, recall how often we use the sign, the response, spoken and signed for that during Mass. After opening prayers, uh, we do it after the Our Father, we do it for the great Amen, it's sung multiple times. We do it when we come forward for communion, right? The body of Christ, Amen. So again, as you're comfortable, we encourage you to try and participate and don't be afraid of making mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. <laughs> As we gather in God's grace and in God's mercy, this word, this sacrament, this community of prayer, we trust God's transforming love and his mercy. Lord Jesus, you have called us to follow. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you give your grace abundantly. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you share the fruit of your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. gathering our prayers, let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpassed the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us be attentive to the word of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let me now sing of my friend, my friend's song concerning his vineyard. My friend had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He spayed it, cleared it of stones, and planted the choicest vines. Within it, he built a watchtower and hewed out a wine press. Then 
he looked for the crops of grapes, but what it yielded was wild grapes. Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I had not done? Why, when I looked for the crop of grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? Now, I will let you know what I mean to do with my vineyard. Take away its hedge, give it to the grazing, break through its wall, let it be trampled. Yes, I will make it a ruin. It shall not be pruned or hoed, but overgrown with thorns and briars. I will commend the clouds to not send rain upon it. The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his cherished plant. He looked for judgment, but see bloodshed. For justice, but hark the outcry. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. of the Lord is the house of Israel. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. It stretched out its branches to the sea. To the river it stretched out its shoots. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. Then Walls. It is plucked by all who pass by the way. Thought it is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of his God of hosts, turn again, we implore you, look down from heaven and see, visit this vine and protect it, the vine which a writer has planted, the son of man you have claimed for yourself. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. And we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, then the peace of God will be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be God. to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priest and the elders of the people, hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, 
he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and inquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of that vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just a couple minutes um, explanation of something before moving into a bit of the reflection on the Word of God and my homily. Starting this weekend and for each weekend from now until Easter time, the parish is going to be offering every household, every family, a resource for adult education and learning. It's called Awaken. It's produced weekly, and it's based on the scripture readings. We're going to be giving these out every weekend for the upcoming weekend so that every family and household can take them home, and should they wish, and of course, we wish <laughs> you would read them, uh, explore them, uh, learn a little bit more about the scriptures in preparation for what you'll hear proclaimed in the upcoming weekend of the Word of God. And then there's also connections to church teachings, some reflection questions, some prayers, great ways to use them in any household and or family. So it's an adult learning. So first of all, why are we doing this? Uh, many reasons, actually. Um, certainly, um, uh, from out of the last year and a half or so, from some of the listening sessions, the synod listening sessions we had within our own parish community, there was a number of people who talked about the desire for adult and continued adult education and learning in faith. Uh, the Disciple Maker Index and the team that was kind of envisioning around evangelization in our parish community that's continuing now uh, kind of uh, identified that one of the areas that was expressed a deep desire and yet not necessarily a great comfort is in sharing an understanding of both the scriptures and our faith. They want to be more comfortable and, and confident 
in understanding our faith, understanding the Bible, and being able to talk to other people about that and sharing of faith. So it really helps to grow that sense of confidence. Um, also, uh, when it comes to learning about faith, all of the recent understandings and the trends in both adult and in child catechesis in learning is that it cannot be just about facts or knowledge <laughs> or doctrine even, understanding the doctrine or the teachings of the church, but any real long-lasting, lifelong development in faith has to be somehow connected to scripture and prayer and liturgy. And so this is a resource that will help us to grow in those areas that's not just informational, but also relational and prayerful. And lastly, why is this important? We nurture <laughs> one of the parts and the values of our community covenant, right? And when it says we nurture, it says that the parish community will provide you with life-giving, faith-filled formation opportunities. And this is one of them. And not only that, but to support your growth, everyone, every member's growth in holiness. And part of that community covenant from the individual perspective says, I'm going to commit myself to lifelong learning. I'm going to commit myself to doing my best to share my faith, to share the gospel, to share the church's uh, teaching, and, and to realize that each one of us is a part of working and accompanying others with that. That's what our We Nurture is all about, and this is a resource that will certainly help you in that. So again, as you leave Mass, the lectors and the hospitality ministers will start distributing these one poor household, family, right? And of course, a family could be one person, or a family could be, I don't know, 12. Do we still have Catholic families like that, right? I don't think we do anymore, right? <laughs> so, but, but one per household, okay? So just as a transition, again, how important a growth and an understanding and a connection to Christ Jesus in our faith is through scripture and liturgy. I can tell you honestly, scripture for me is my source of inspiration almost always. I can't tell you how many times I look around at me at the world and the church and I say, I want to give up, <laughs> right? You know, and, and look at the challenges that face us. And I can't tell you how often when I go back to the scriptures or I look at the scriptures for the upcoming weekend, how powerfully they touch me they challenge me, they inspire me, and they center me back into a relationship with God, a relationship with God's church, his people, and give me life to continue the faith's journey as a disciple. Here's just one example of that. I wanted to use the exact line of scripture. This is from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Have no anxiety at all. In everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. 
Paul writes from prison to the community of Philippi, the Philippian community, have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Well, if Paul is writing that to the community of Philippi, what must be happening in that community? What's that implied? Have no, no anxiety at all. What's that mean, right? There is lots of anxious people in the community of Philippi. And they're anxious for probably many reasons. Here's just a few of them. It's a community that Paul founded. He's left and gone off. The community is actually growing. And so what's happening in that early church community as the community and the church starts to grow is what's happening is the way of Christ and the path of Christ and being a disciple is not just um, something that is about a relationship with God and people in the church, although it remains that, but now they're actually having the problems where they're starting to be a religion and they have to start organizing and they're trying to figure out how to organize what it means to be church. That's one reason they're anxious. Another reason that they're anxious is because there is infighting going on in the Christian community. As a matter of fact, it's particularly in this community and a number of other early church communities, the fight that starts to happen inside the church between Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. And of course, you've heard me talk about that numerous times. And so what is happening is there are Jewish Christians who are trying to say to Gentile Christians that had never practiced Judaism but have become touched by the Spirit of God and baptized in the faith, that now they have to practice all the ways of Judaism in order to also follow Christ, right? And so Paul is very much against this. As a matter of fact, he calls them in Galatians Judaizers, and in this letter, he actually calls out to them as dogs and those of ill will and evildoers, right? Because they're trying to break down the unity that's happening in the church. And so there's infighting going on in the Christian community of Philippi. Philippi is also kind of a port city that was Greek, taken over by the Romans. And in order to hold that city, there's a large Roman occupation of soldiers and a force there, right? So this is a heavily fortified Roman city. Lots of Roman guards walking around, right? Big swords and stuff like that. And there's persecution that's starting to happen where it's not acceptable to accept Christ. And there's lots of people with swords, right? So is there reason for anxiety? Yes, <laughs> right? Absolutely there's reason for anxiety. But in the midst of that, the Christian community, he says, have no anxiety at all by prayer and thanksgiving, offer your petitions to the Lord. How about you and me right now? Do we have anything to be anxious about? Do you want me to start a litany, right? The polemicism that's going on in our society, in our country, the infighting that's happening in our church in this day and age, the violence that seems to be raging in our communities and our world, right? The, 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 a culture, a first world culture that seems to have no need or no interest in religion or church anymore and the exodus that's come of that, right? Are coming together as parish community here at Mary Queen of Peace on 
our, our families, oh my goodness, taking care of my older adult parents my, or, or our children that we raised in the faith who are no longer here. Um, uh, you know, I'm getting older. My body is changing and breaking down. Do we have reason to have anxieties? No, <laughs> we do. Absolutely, we have reason to have anxieties. But in that, Paul and as Christians were encouraged to take something about that anxiety and let it be transformed. Have no anxiety at all. With prayer and petition and thanksgiving, make your needs, your petitions known to God. What does that do in the midst of all of those anxieties of Philippi, in the midst of all of the anxieties that are happening in our families, our communities, our Pittsburgh community, and our world right now? We're called to take that not just on our own responsibility, although we are responsible to produce fruit for the kingdom of God, as the parable was told in the gospel, right? We do have responsibility to share in the fruit of the kingdom. It's not just our responsibility. It's also God's responsibility. And when we make petition to God and prayer to God, we take our responsibility and God's responsibility and we share them. It's co-responsibility. So now I offer a prayer and trust. This is what's happening in the infighting of the church then and now. God, we need your help. We need your spirit in the midst of that. And that's a shared responsibility that helps dissolve some of the anxiety, right? In thanksgiving, what does thanksgiving do? What thanksgiving does, it's able to see how God is working, has been working, and is working, how God's grace is happening and functioning. And if you really are honest and really look at your life and you really look at your church, you really look at what's happening, you can actually see places in your family. Right? You can see how the grace of God and the hand of God has been at work and continues to be at work that only can move you to some sense of thanksgiving. And when you are moved to thanksgiving at seeing the works of God, that also creates a sense of shared responsibility because you're inspired to continue to be a part of it. Right? That's why Paul can say to us, and the word of God can speak to us today, just like the community of Philippi that says, in the midst of all the things that can make you anxious, have no anxiety at all. By prayer and petition and in thanksgiving, make your prayers known to God in a shared co-responsibility for the fruits of God's kingdom. That helps me be less anxious. People of God, we stand and profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made for us men and for our salvation. 
he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, who was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. The compassion of God poured out upon us and upon all, and with no anxiety, we bring these petitions and prayer and thanksgiving. Please respond, hear us, O Lord. For the church, that we may be more synodal with open hearts to listening to one another and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those experiencing or recovering from natural disasters, that they may find support, solidarity, grace, and appropriate resources, we pray. Hear, Hear us, O Lord. For all those in our parish celebrating birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, and baptisms in October, that they may receive joyful blessing, we pray. Hear, Hear us, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Hear, Hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. For all those who have died in our parish, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear, Hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. We remember today Rosa Garofolo and all the intentions present on the altar along those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear, Hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our hymn at the preparation can be found at number 584, Come to the Water. Number 584. And at all who thirst, let them come to the
Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. For the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all, it's in the church. Accept, Lord, we pray, the sacrifices instituted by your commands <coughs> through the sacred mysteries which we celebrate with dutiful service, graciously complete the sanctifying work by which you were pleased to redeem us, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, just, our duty, our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ. In him, you have been pleased to renew all things. You've given us a share in his fullness. Though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself and by the blood of the cross brought peace to all creation. Therefore, he is exalted above all things and to all who obey him has become the source of eternal salvation. And so, with angels, saints, thrones, dominions, hosts, and powers of heaven, we sing a hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, and an earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, 
sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, Lord, and profess your resurrection, and you come again. Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. We offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy, all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. responsible for the fruit of the kingdom at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. We offer to each other a sign of Christ's peace. Let us pray. Grant us, almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament which we have received, so to be transformed into what we consume, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember, awaken uh, one per household from the lector and the hospitality ministers. Let us go forth in peace. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Our recessional hymn is number 616, Praise to the Lord the Almighty. Praise to the Lord. 